Worldview Update, bringing you closer to international news. 23 minutes after 6, good morning. In Russia, it now appears Ukrainian drones have been able to strike a fuel facility in a city around 400 kilometers from Moscow as the war between those two countries continues to drag on. Russia also says it will protect its city of Belgorod, which has come under attack from Ukrainian shelling. Meanwhile, Ukraine says it's running out of anti-aircraft missiles because it's used so many, while some parts of Ukraine are also without power in the middle of winter because their electricity grid has been damaged by Russian attacks. Professor Abel Irstehese is an associate professor of strategy in the Faculty of Military Science at the University of Stellenbosch. Professor Irstehese, good morning. Good morning, Stephen. Best for you and the listeners for 2024. And to you. It seems we're in a kind of slow-grinding phase of this war. There are continued attacks here and there. Is anyone making progress? Is there any shift that we can see? It's obviously very cold there at the moment. Yeah, I think this is typical, you know, winter offensive type of of situations we're seeing unfolding at the moment. But, you know, standing back from this war, Stephen, the question that pops up in your mind is one of when is enough enough? You know, when is this going to end? But to answer your question, I think what we are seeing at at the moment is... um, on land, pretty much a stalemate. Um, that's, you know, it's cold. Uh, the soldiers are sitting in in the trenches. So the war is pretty much being fought in the air and at sea. Um, and one one should, um, you know, look at these two geographical domains, and then you you need to conclude that um, you know Ukraine have done quite well at sea. They have basically boxed up the uh, Russian Navy in the Sea of Azov. But um, uh, in the air, it's, um, it's, a, it's an interesting sort of scenario that's unfolding. And I want to be very cautious here and say this is where the American election and the continued support from the West will become a very, very critical uh, factor in this war, um, you know, linked to the question as to the continued support for uh, for the war from the West um, in terms of, of what they are giving um, Ukraine to, to continue with the war in the West. In other words, the, the, the fundamental question has always been the same. How much will the West support Ukraine? Without Western support, Ukraine would eventually lose. And that's, that's, I think, the pretty much the question. And we're sitting with an election year in the United States. We are witnessing, uh, you know, um, a lot of debate in the U.S. about this. And um, I think we have also seen Europe becoming quite um, uncomfortable with uh, the United States that, uh, you know, their support is, is, it has a huge question mark behind it. Um, whilst uh, I think Europe is much more committed to the, the support of Ukraine at the moment than the United States. And on the Russian side, you know, it's interesting um, that uh, Russia is still finding the depth to continue with this war. But one has to say this. Um, I read an interesting article a day or two ago about both sides, Ukraine and Russia, now starting to 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 really uh, developing problems with their manpower. You know, the average age in the... Um, 
in the Ukraine military at the moment is 43 years or uh, you know that's uh, just unsustainable you cannot sustain a military with an average age of, of 43 so it's an interesting dynamic and in general you know I would say that Russia is perhaps in a in a slightly better position um, uh, a year down down the road than than Ukraine uh, Russia is perhaps in a better position than it was last year this time. Professor Abel Yersterheiser, thanks very much indeed. Associate Professor of Strategy in the Faculty of Military Science at the University of Stellenbosch University and the South African Military Academy.